I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Athletic Hockey Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Come come one, come all. This is the annual tradition in which we conclude the Tuesday Boys Athletic Hockey Podcast show every single year. We've been doing it, Sean, how long? I mean, decades. Not true. Not true. Years. Incorrect. It's the awards show. We've done it once. This is the awards show that you, the listener, came up with because, again, Sean and I have no original ideas. This is the Tuesday Boys America Hockey Awards. And these are the awards that you, the listener, proposed. And we decided the winners. We decided the nominations. Oh, but Sean, not only um, we have some great ones this year, and we're going to bring back some from last year, we have Shana Goldman joining us to basically critique our picks this year. Hi, Shana. Hi. I'm here for the live analysis of the awards. It's like my favorite role here. I like that analysis. Uh, is just It's just shit talking. This is great for me. <laughs> this is what Shane nobody does act- best. Nobody actually wants to vote on awards. No. Even when it's the uh, uh, Brian Rafalski Award for Underappreciated Defenseman. Or- I want to vote. I had more fun picking these than any PHWA ballot I've ever filled out in my life. I will say that. Didn't have a ballot this year. I was psyched. I had yeah, mine for the first great. time this year. And I was like, oh, now That's I'm horrible. in the shoes of everyone else as I make fun of everyone else's picks. That's okay. right. Also, special announcement, this is the last episode of the Tuesday Boys ever. Making an official right there. I don't know. That was a really dramatic way of prefacing it. I don't know. 
you keep like, yeah, this is it. I, I'm hedging this it is definitely like by five percent. Well, you know, you never want to say never, but this is so. So, th- really, this has just been an honor and a what is it? Are you supposed to say when privilege? Uh, an honor and a privilege, privilege to <laughs> be here every single Tuesday for you. Sean and the listener and all the Americans out there that wanted more American coverage at, at the Athletic Hockey uh, Show every Tuesday, every every single every week, single without, week fail. without fail. I was like, definitely not for. They called me the mailman. That's that's what they they did. <laughs> <laughs> they called you the mailman because you uh, mailed it in. Yeah. Well, no, I was gonna I was gonna make a really off color Carl Malone joke oh. about some horrible things he's done in the past. We're not going to hey, do that. Though. Hey, let's not do that, Sean. Let's keep this positive. <laughs> hey, hey buddy, yeah. we're we're go- we're going out as as the last episode with you getting sued by Carl Malone. <laughs> for, let's for not. And then if you wanted to return, you actually can't. So you just made it. You you really wrote your exit <laughs> That's ticket right. for I'm real. I'm just going to burn bridges on the way out just yeah. towards this. <laughs> then the fans can't be calling all summer being like, "Please come back. Don't let this be the end." Like you're like, "Sorry, I can't even hear you." <laughs> So before we get to the awards that the um, that listeners nominated, I did want to throw out one that I wanted to nominate because there was some some news that I'd like actually like to talk about, and we don't have to spend a lot of time here because I know this is an evergreen show that people are going to listen to all summer and re-listen to, and just play it, you know, at their cottages and on their boats. But burn, burn onto CDs, so they have physical CDs. copies yeah, of it, it and share with their families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like this is this is historic, but. I wanted to create the award. This is the Matthew Kachuk Award for Best American who essentially orchestrated a trade out of a Canadian market into a much better situation and then signed an extension. And the candidates, the nominees for this award are Alex DeBrinkett. Sean, the winner is Alex DeBrinkett. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Can you believe that? It's a shocking Can, congratulations to the, the Brinkett family. Because it was last off season. Like, yeah. where, what is our cutoff? Yeah, yeah this is for this season. <laughs> I could have nominated Matthew. Could, I feel like he should have been in the yeah, award. Yeah, like, he, it was the last off season. Unless I don't, we never know where the lines are drawn, right? Like, which off season mm-hmm. is what category? Well, I mean, this. Sorry I'm to sure this will be the an, bat. And oh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. By, by all yeah. means, critique. Uh, I, I'm assuming. At least half of the people uh, on the Zoom call did a trade grade on this one. I don't feel like this was an A minus C plus situation. This felt like a clear winner to me. I mean, on one side of it, we have to give, if it's a clear winner on one side, there has to be a clear loser, doesn't there? Yeah, this one, this one, I thought this was, if you look at the, what the senators did as a whole, and maybe that's not a fair way to grade a trade, but, you know, the, the, the price they paid. And then the price they received. I, I mean, I just thought this was great for Detroit. Uh, the, I think the only criticism is, are they ready to be making these moves, the Red Wings? So maybe that's the question. Because we've analyzed the trade upside, up left and right and center. Are they, are, are they at that point where they should be trading for players in a four-year window or whatever? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's 25. Like, oh, God, do, do, he's he's how, 25 years like, old. It's not like we're saying like he's four. You have four years of a 30-year-old. He's 25. He's not going to be dead in four years. He can extend if he's good. Mm, 29 mm-hmm. is dead. No, it is not. No, it is not. De- okay. De- yeah, it is uh, not. Well, I, I, I seem to remember, remember you having a birthday pretty recently that would probably make you think differently about that one. Mm. No, I've been told that 25 is like the new 30. No, mm-hmm. 30 is the new 25. No, nope, reverse. reverse. It's reverse. So he is basically 20 years old right now. 
in the NHL or in real life? No, in, in, like, in every we, life. In every forget the NHL's aging curves. We're throwing them out. They don't count. Okay. Thirty is young. I Little th- spring I feel chickens like out a lot there. Of personal bias 30, coming into this discussion. Thirty flirty and thriving. Yeah, thirty flirty and thriving. I'm old enough Hello. to remember when analytics folks didn't want to hear anything about anybody older than twenty four. Like, As your resident like if, analytics person, mm-hmm. I'm saying it's all crap now. There we go. <laughs> Spoken. Okay. I like I, I was my my favorite like uh, 2011 analytics hobby horse was that shot quality didn't exist. That's what that's one of my favorites. The award for flawed analytics cases. <laughs> that that was before 2011 was kind of before my time in hockey analytics. So mm-hmm. I was graduating high school then. So you know I um, got it. Got it. Gotta drop that Jeez. bullshit on us. I have to feel young because now we're saying Alex Brinkett's ancient. I don't need to be like in one all day upset about that. I mean, you could really crush my soul right there. So we're we're in agreement. Good move for Steve Eiserman. Right p- price was paid. I, I even think the contract's reasonable. There's a chance, and this never happens with these deals, that he outperforms it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, just I think... Um, High marks yeah. all around. Do you want to do you want to try to win games while Dylan Larkin is still good or that's not? That's it. Like that's, that's kind of that's kind of what it comes down to. Like like is is Dylan is Dylan Larkin the window or is it or is it after he starts to decline? Yeah, that's I feel it. like it's they, in, they, in they between, the right, right? Like I feel like you're not going to be good the whole Dylan Larkin contract, but if you committed to right. him and that deal, like you're not paying for that deal if you don't think you're going to be good at all. Like in the next couple of years, you kind of have to. They're set up to be. With, with some breaks and some luck, though, they could be pretty good in a couple of years. And they need and they needed to be better than you know, on the fringe of the playoff race until the bottom falls yeah. out for the third straight year. It's just n- no choice. Yeah. No and like, choice. where else will you get good play? Like they've done the free agency route the last mm-hmm. two years, and you're getting good sporting talent, which is fine. Like that's what you do in free agency. You're not going to be like, let me build my team through there. But at a certain point, you have to build your team elsewhere. You have a yeah. million trade assets. Like they yeah. should not be done though is the thing like that I think is like the biggest takeaway of it all. Like this is the right move, but you still have to do more. You're not good enough you yet. Can only you can only overpay Andrew or, or whatever pay a premium on Andrew Cop and JT Comfer so many times. Like you got to go out and get elite elite pieces, right. man. It's just it's just not gonna it's not gonna work if you don't. I will say this like I, and I I'm maybe sensitive to it in Detroit. Like there was some frustration about what the Red Wings did in free agency about not landing bigger, and I'm like. That that is not where you want to spend your money and your assets and your cap space. Like those deals never work out. So, I like supporting cast and free agency, acquire the stars and and through draft and trades, and you, you can do it. And you're right, they they're, they're, they shouldn't be done, but good start. So let's get to the awards, the real awards, the awards that were nominated by the listeners. Sean, I'll let you lead mm-hmm. off because. Okay. We got a lot to get through. Buckle up, everybody! Just want to say I'm glad glad to be here. Oh. presenting these, and we have little statues that we made up. Mm-hmm. We're gonna send to all our winners. Oh, that's congratulations! Yeah. To you them. can't see this. You just have to trust us on this one. Just we trust have us. like really nice gold statue. They're really super nice. nice. I like, I'm holding one right now. You can't see it, but I'm holding one up. They're they're really nice. Mm-hmm. They're really nice awards, and they're sitting just out of frame. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. The Craig Cousins Memorial mm. Award for Excellence in being out of the lineup for half the season and maybe not returning at all next year by an American player. Thanks, Taylor Got Rage, that? for that nomination. <laughs> Our nominees are Max Pacioretty, formerly of the Carolina Hurricanes, Alex Galchenyuk, and Alex Goligoski. Mm. 
for being out half the season and maybe not coming out at all. Maybe not coming back at all next year, but (laughs) probably. But probably. The winner is Alex Galchenyuk. Oh, wow. (laughs) I thought this was going to be Max Pacioretty in an upset. Wow. Max Max Pacioretty is definitely coming back next year. Alex Goligoski definitely coming back next year. I'm not sure we're going to see Alex Galchenyuk in an NHL uniform ever again. He's had such a strange career. So, like, honestly, let's let's give him what we can because... We need to celebrate celebrate. Alex Galchenyuk as an NHL player while we still can. So, congratulations to Alex Galchenyuk. Congratulations to Craig. Mm -hmm. You two are linked in immortality forevermore because of this award. Salute. Um, on behalf of Alex, I would I would just want to um, accept this award. I so I this is one of the players that when he was drafted, he was number three mm-hmm. overall by the Canadians in 2012, and I, I loved this player. Like this is a guy, but then I felt like I was constantly writing stories about is this year he's going to break out? We're switching him to the wing. We're switching him back to his natural position at center. He likes center better than wings. The coaches like him at wing better than this. Like rinse and repeat for a decade. And it never. He played on. He played on good teams. He mm-hmm. played on bad teams. He played on terrible teams. He played on contenders. Up and down the lineup, different positions. Like, just give him more minutes. Give ever, him more power play time. Ever, give so. him better line. Like, I feel yeah. like he's gotten. I don't want to yeah. say every excuse in the book, but like every yeah. rationale. Like, he can be better if he can be better if. And like, we do that with certain players. But sometimes I feel like when you commit so hard to Galchenyuk, which I think literally all of us probably did at some point, being like. He will be good. Mm-hmm. He like takes our credibility away from like the other players when we say because you can easily be like, didn't you say that about Galchenyuk like five minutes totally. ago? Mm-hmm. He's the guy to me, it, based on the scouting reports coming out on him in 2012. Everybody was worried about it. Was like, yeah, he's skilled. He's this. He's that. People were worried about his skating. Like, the, like, the, does he have the high end skating ability that you need to succeed? And I remember back then thinking like, you look at the production, you look at the skill. Like, he can probably make it work in a meaningful way, not just as a guy who has, you know, a 10, a 10-year career where he plays for a bunch of teams and makes some money. Like, I thought that that was something he could overcome. And in his case, you know, he was, he overcame enough to be a regular NHL player for a while, but not really do anything of note. So, salute. <laughs> Next award, I believe. Yes. It, this one is me as well. Yeah, sure. I'm not sure who suggested this one. Because I didn't write this one down. It's the Velvet Pipes Award, also in memory of Craig Custis. Oh, rest Craig in Custis, peace. Memorial Award. Best voice on a podcast guest. <laughs> Overall. Well, no, we, have, are, we have a paired, um, we have later awards that are similar to this. This is not the later award. This is, this a is just the one that, best, yeah, this is just the best voice just on best a podcast guest. Okay. A set of pipes. Okay. I don't even know this one. Great. Really? Okay. I will. Way to, way to pay attention. Uh, <laughs> These are John Hamm, David Quinn, and Chris Terrian. Those are three three really good eps. Um, And apologies to David Quinn and Chris Terrian, but Hamm was never going to lose this. Immediately you think, oh my God, am I going to be the boom goes the dynamite kid? Uh, Is that going (laughs) to be what I sound like? And it's it's easy to sound like that. It really is to to really get uh, tangled up. Uh, and the way the guys do it, they make it look easy, and it's not. We ported your the signature home run call. The bye, we bye. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I say that like when we when we when we're playing, way, when, I, when I, we're playing I, golf. It was Barry dude. Larkin. Barry Larkin was not not, not big. It. I was like, no, geez, all right. He no sold you, <laughs> Barry Larkin. Yeah, really. I was like, come on, Lark. 
Jeez. It's cheating. He should not. This I'm going to say this award is fraudulent by nature because wow. you put mm-hmm. an actor in this award while everybody else are merely regular citizens in the hockey world. And that is David Quinn Erasure, and we will not stand for it. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's oh, a man, nice voice. A, we, for, he <laughs> does. He does. Why do you, listen, listen. He was nominated. Why do you Why do you think he was a nominee? Like, the, guy's, the guy sounds awesome. Shayna, John Hamm <laughs> was a guest on the podcast in the calendar year That's in like which a these awards brag. are nominated. There's no... I had nothing to do with it. That he was the Jeremy he had Rutherford. Jack shit to do with it. I he, skipped he didn't, he that didn't episode. Help. He wasn't around for it. Didn't help. Didn't had nothing to do with it. John Hamm. I would listen to John Hamm. I, I love when he's a guest on podcasts that I listen to. It's an automatic listen. Is he a guest he frequently on podcasts away. you listen to? Because yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm an average podcast listener. I've never heard him on a podcast. He'd like randomly. He'd be like this week, John Hamm. I'm like, hey, good, another John Hamm appearance. <laughs> up, I guess I listen to up, a lot of like the phone. comedy. I mean, he's not on, on a lot of hockey podcasts. I'll say yeah. that, Shana. I just want, I just asked him shit about like Fletch and like random, <laughs> <laughs> random things. He does. It was a great job by me. Really, really getting a brass tax on that one. Okay. Congratulations, John. Okay. I'll email you, you know, the, the trophy, the trophy. This next one. Um, I'll take this one. This is the Colby Armstrong award for best dual citizen, which goes annually to the best on ice performance or the best painting of a bald eagle in your <laughs> basement or wherever Kobe was recording um, for a Canadian born citizen. So, this is the Colby Armstrong Award for Best Dual Citizen. And the winner is Colby Armstrong. Congratulations <laughs> to Colby for winning this. Uh, Colby was a great guest. He is, um, I'm glad he. I, I've never seen somebody so proud to become an American. Um, and if you listen to that episode, we talked about him taking the citizenship test or whatever it is you have to do to become. I mean, I was born here. I didn't have to do any of that <laughs> stuff. Um, and he, what I liked best was Colby said, Sean and I would do way better than we think on, on the tests about the presidents and the national anthem and all that, which I appreciated, Colby. So thank you. That's why you win. Is it? Is he correct? No. Probably not. I feel like people have to study, though, definitely know this so much better than us. Like, it's the same thing as, like, someone who, like, converts 100%. religion and they're, like, the expert on all things. And you're just sitting there, like, you've known it your entire life. And you're like, I did not know 1% of these things. I compared it to if you tried to do, like, the learner's permit exam, like, for your for your, for your driver's license now, where they really nail you on, like, you know, technicalities and and uh, and, and all that and all that sort of stuff. I, I couldn't do it. Like passing, like passing distance and all that sort of stuff. No passing way. Passing distance Never. on I a permit had, test. I, I, I haven't had. To, I haven't had to think about this stuff in twenty years. Like, who <laughs> cares? <laughs> Congratulations, Colby. I I will be driving up north to drop this off in person. At, at your He's house. driving with a ton of driving skill because he has so much driving experience. He doesn't need a permit test anymore. I'm a B minus driver. I'm one of the only people who's who's willing to admit. On, on this planet that they're not that good of a driver <laughs> doesn't doesn't happen often everybody thinks they're everyone, great yeah everyone not thinks they're like the best driver not, around not me though <laughs> all right okay before we get to our next batch of announcements or not announcements uh awards we're gonna take a quick break because i'm getting dragged into a meeting that i didn't see coming right now yeah like literally right oh. so we'll be right back hey 
It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We are back for the second segment and the continuation of the awards. No guests in the second segment this week, but Shana Goldman to critique all of our choices here as she was in segment one. Let's jump right into it. There was a lot of um, I would, a lot of nominations that were would poke fun. I, w- I would say good naturely. I would think at my absences. It wasn't, it wasn't good, but I it like wasn't it wasn't good. Na- I, I felt like it was done with love. All of the criticism it's of me never showing up. Thin, recording. thin line between love and hate, as a famous man once said. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, it was the title of a movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. It's probably some, like probably person, some guy in that movie what? said it. It was a it was a Martin Lawrence movie. Mm. Martin Lawrence good, said it. Mm, okay, it's, but <laughs> until Martin Lawrence said it, the award that I'm going to be handing out next is the flip side of this one. So criticize me all you want for missing episodes because I was working though, folks. Not That's because what they I didn't want to do the show. I was working. I had stuff to do. Gosh, I always feel like I have to defend myself on this. This is the Sean Gentili Award for the player with the highest on-ice average. This is the award that goes to somebody who showed up every week, sometimes twice a week. I don't know, oftentimes. Uh, every week, <laughs> twice a week, show? yes. <laughs> is that true? Sean was the Cal Ripken of the Athletic Hockey Show. Never missed a shift. Never missed a show. Multi- multiple recordings each week. Um, amazing work out of Sean. So this award is Sean, the Sean Gentili Award. It's actually the Ian Mendez Award. It is. Oh, <laughs> I should nominate Ian Mendez <laughs> to the American player with the highest on ice average and who had the best season. Didn't miss any any. Didn't miss a shift. The nominees: Jason Robertson, mm. the Dallas Stars. Mm-hmm. We should have had him on as a guest. <laughs> Kyle <laughs> Connor. No, we're we're trying still. You never know. <laughs> Kyle Cotter. Well, was, Sean was, is trying guess? still. Got it right. <laughs> no, I'm not trying. It's never, Sean, you should get it. You should have Jason Robertson trying. next year. Stars, the stars love us. They love us. Joe Pavelski and Adam Fox. This is the Sean Gentili Award for playing the most and playing the most effectively. And our winner is... Oh, I want to give it to Joe Pavelski, but it's not. <laughs> I'm opening the envelope. It's Adam Fox. Holy wow, cow. you guys love Long Island today. Amazing work from everybody. This is a Long Island podcast, everyone. Let's go, let's go Rangers. As I've always said, big, I've spent my entire life saying that. Go Rangers. Love Adam Graves. Cool, 
cool guy. Definitely, definitely didn't hate him for my for my entire childhood. Uh, have you ever interviewed I him? Him? I hope you do one on, day. On behalf of Adam Fox, you should someday. That would be that would be a really good one. Get him on the show. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get him on. Yeah, this is this is the only choice for for this award, right? I mean, I yeah, I think I would have. Shannon, who'd you vote for, Norris? Um, you know, Adam Fox, uh, Hampus Lindholm, mm-hmm. and then Kim Carr. That's who oh, I had third. Kim Carr. I had Eric Carlson it. fourth. And like, I know people are gonna be like, "Wow, what a homer!" But like, listen, I go by yeah, the numbers. You are. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was so torn on Fox versus Lindholm because I feel like they are like the embodiment of like the all-around defenseman this year, and they're both like very good. But then, like, my tie break was honestly quality of teammates. It's reasonable. And I'm honored to be included in that group, frankly, with Adam Fox. I, you know, by association, am now on basically, the Adam Fox tier. Basically an elite defenseman. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. We're about the same height. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Adam. Way to go, me. Yeah, congratulations to both of you. Sean, I believe you're up next with the next one. Also, uh, before we get too far, like a little bit farther into it, Robert S. Shout out to Robert S. He was the Velvet Pipes Award question. Or the Vi- thank you, Robert. Category uh, inventor. So, thank you, buddy. Uh, the next award goes to... It is, of course, one of the most prestigious in the... In the... In the... In the, uh, in the chamber here. The Jake Ottinger Award for Best American Goalie Under the Age of 25. Ah, this is an annual tradition. Unlike any other. <laughs> As you may remember... Long-time listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Last season, the Jake Ottinger Award did not go to Jake Ottinger. It went to Jeremy Swayman. So our nominees this season are Jake Ottinger and Jeremy mm, Swayman. This is the year. Wow. The award, the award goes to the Jake Ottinger Award. For the first time in its history, goes to Jake Ottinger. Wow. I think we got to give it to him too much of a time. I mean, Swayman was great in the... In the in the minutes he played, obviously too much of a timeshare going on with him and with him in Boston. So it goes Ottinger. It's a big it's a big moment for Jake. This feels fair. He was very good this year. True starter for the first time ever. Big moment, big moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While being young and American. And you may ask yourself why were there guys. why were there not only that young anymore? Why Everyone's were there only now. two nominees? Old is the new young. Why were there only two? Mon- People may be wondering why there are only two, nom- two nominees. It's because there weren't yeah. many other good options. Devin Levi sh- should have been the third, but he was. You know, he played for 15 seconds. He's like a nice write-in for next year already, though, unless you mm-hmm. know somehow he ends up in like the AHL and whatever. You got to play a little bit more to win an award this important, this, this prestigious. So, again, congratulations to Jake Ottinger. Congratulations to his mom and dad. They seem like nice people. Mm-hmm. It's a big day for the family. This is Jake Ottinger's first time winning the Jake Ottinger <laughs> Award. And also, it will be his last year of eligibility. He's a wow. 1998 born. So that would make him 25 years old when the award will be handed out next year, the Jake Ottinger mm-hmm. Award. I believe that is no also the case. Under I believe that is also the case with Swayman, too. So this one seems like Devin Levi's to lose. You had to give it to Aiton, Ottinger what? this year. Like, you really aged him out, and that would have been super rude to someone <laughs> that you honored an award after. Like... Couldn't be me doing that. I think that. we came up we came up with the with the category. I feel like during the playoffs, so it was like he was doing what he you know standing on his head against Calgary, and we're like, yeah, this should that's what the award name should be. And then you realize that 
on balance, it should have gone to Sweden last year. Anyways. I thought it was fair last year. Last year fair. It was fair last year and is fair this year. This next award is, is I would say, tangentially related you to you the Jake Ottinger Award. Uh, this character. next award. <laughs> tangentially? Tangent? No. Tan- tarantula? Sean Gentilly no. related? Sean Gentilly. This is the Connor Hellebuck Award, who um, has, for many years, been great on bad or average teams. Uh, Michigan native. Good guy. The best American goalie on a terrible team. Connor was not eligible for this. Jets were too good this year. So good, good for the they Jets. Were, they were okay. They were, they were just like, terrible. you can't say that they're terrible. Yeah, that's sort of the that's sort of the dividing line. The spirit of this award, whoever, this is from last year, so this is a carryover. It was terrible team. Our nominees, Alex Stalock, John Gibson, and Charlie Lindgren. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner of the Connor, Connor Hellebuck Award, it's Charlie Lindgren. It's got to wow. be. Friend of the show. Wow. Friend of the show, Charlie Lindgren. I was not expecting him to get this. I was not. I, I well, thought you guys would, out of respect, give it to John Gibson and maybe his last year of eligibility. Who's to say? <laughs> not me. I don't know. Well, he's going to be traded to the Penguins, as we write every year. <laughs> I don't. Um, people need to stop saying that. Why? Why don't we like the idea of John Gibson to the Penguins? Why aren't we manifesting I don't think that? John, I'm not sure if John Gibson likes the idea of John Gibson to the Penguins. Well, it, it, it was a really close. I was just counting all the, uh, the tallies on this. Charlie won by a hair. Also, interesting, the Capitals weren't terrible for a large portion of the year. And then, uh, then they were pretty terrible when Brian McClellan just said, Because we're, we're broken. They were, we're gonna, broken. We're going to hit the button here. Big reason they yeah. weren't terrible for, you know, at least for a chunk there, was because of Charlie Lindgren. He came in and had a great month and kind of kept him afloat and pulled him back from the brink at least once. And then, obviously, that didn't it didn't hold, but it did earn Charlie one of the greatest accolades of his professional career, no doubt. Yeah, I would like to, uh, on behalf of Charlie, uh, thank my family and um, Alex Ovechkin. Shout out to Saint. Next shout out to Saint Louis. Charlie Lindgren says, "Because <laughs> I'm Charlie Lindgren. I'm from Saint Louis." And John Ham. Shout out to John Ham. Emo's Saint Louis' own. Wait, isn't he from Minnesota? Charlie Lindgren. He may be. It, like it, his, you know brother re- really no his brother is from Minnesota. His brother is from Minnesota. Are they brothers? Yeah. Yep. Charlie Lindgren is from Minnesota. Yeah, I'm like, well, his okay. brother was but born also- there. Did their parents move in between? I don't know. So I was like, am I oh, missing man. a storyline? I feel hey, like listen. we know this. <laughs> Charlie likes to shout out St. Louis, though. We know that about him. Randomly. We, no one knows why he's always shouting out St. Louis. Didn't he, didn't he play of... for the Blues, like, before the Capitals? That might have been why. That might have been why. There's some, there's some, like, solid backup goaltender who's from St. Louis. Again, don't know who it is. The next award, oh, Sean, you have one my favorite coming up soon. But this one, we'll, we'll keep it moving here, is another uh, tradition here at the podcast. Brian Rafalski Award for Underappreciated American Defenseman. Mm-hmm. Brian Rafalski, who upped and retired and was never heard from again. <laughs> Has, have you heard from Brian Rafalski? Has anybody? Uh, I have a feeling you, you okay? haven't. I haven't. Am I bitter? No. 
That's like one of those. I thought, that's like one of those little tells, like like the, a little tell. Like he was never heard from again. Mm-hmm. That means you tried to call him a bunch of times and he didn't call back. It's a great story. He just decided to stop playing hockey with like ten million dollars left on his on his contract, whatever that last year was, seven and a half. I don't. Oh, remember. he he that killed the wings too. And it and then it sent them into a spiral that they maybe have never they got to brink it. Yeah, they're out of it now. Out. The results this year are going to be amazing. You hear it. You heard it here first. They're out of it. The That's curse right. of Brian Rafalski has finally been broken. <laughs> Nothing to do with anything else. During the break, I read Max Baltman's story about how, hey, they may be able to get 90 points this year because of this trade. And that got a team in the playoffs. So the Brian Rafalski streak is going to be broken. Our candidates for the Brian Rafalski Award for Most Underappreciated American Defenseman Mikey Anderson, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. John Marino, mm-hmm. ja- Jakob Slavit Slavin, <laughs> ja- we, Jakob Slavin, <laughs> Slavin. <laughs> he he was an original. We didn't know he was American until mm-hmm. just some good, it's a good story. There. And Keandre Miller, and the award for the Brian Rafalski underappreciated American defenseman. By a hair is John Marino. Wow. Had a great season this year. It feels like everyone appreciates Slavin now, so we have to take him out of the. You know, it's like Aho and Slavin. At what point is it kind of like we actually appreciate them the right amount? John Marino. That was exactly what I. That was exactly what I said when we were going through the when we were going through the category and trying to come up with with the nominees. Yeah. Slavin is appropriately appreciated. Yeah. He's really he's appropriate he's, appreciated. He's really good, and everyone. Yeah, knows John it. Marino though, it's a good pick because the man plateaued. He really did. And now all of a sudden, look at him thriving <laughs> in New Jersey. Everyone's favorite state. You know, didn't appreciate John Reno's Ron Hextall. Mm. You know who probably would have appreciated John Reno? Kyle Dubas coming in being like, probably Kyle probably Dubas. Like, thanks, thanks, Ron. Is he allowed to undo trades? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's actually the undo button. This can be one of those things that where like every couple years the NHL just does something unilateral and insane, like penalizing back diving contracts and whatever that seems like it shouldn't be allowed, but they hit the button and say like, actually, you can do this now. Or like go to and ownership, be, be like, you, <laughs> can you like someone just has to pause ownership like right for the like before the deadline? Why did not? Why did someone not go to like the Penguins management and be like, you know what, we're gonna stop this now? He's done enough. <laughs> this is this is it. Right? Like, who is it? Was it Peter Shirelli got fired like a minute after signing the Koskinen contract? Someone didn't jump in and be like, you know what? Yep. Don't put pen to yeah, paper. You've had enough. You've been overserved. Please leave the bar. Marino was great this year. Pittsburgh would yeah, I think Dubas would cut off a cut off a toe or two <laughs> to have him back in the fold. But you no. Know, here we are. It's fine, we'll get Eric Carlson. Congratulations you know. to him. Congratulations to John. Congratulations to Mr. Marino, who's Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. An interesting fellow. I thought Mikey Anderson deserved uh, maybe a he little sh- bit more. Uh, you know, I'm going over the ballots right now. He showed up on yeah. several. He's good. Okay. He has a nice yeah. contract to award himself. Yeah. Nice top pair role. That's like good for him. But did he need to bounce back this year? Did he need to fix his reputation? I don't know. We'll never know. All right, you're up, Sean. This is one of the big ones. This is one of the big ones. We're favorites. we're getting we're getting down to the. This is like in this is like in the Oscars when you start seeing best supporting. Yeah, we're getting to the big fly ones. Off, fly off the board. The player you thought was American but was not, aka the Julie <laughs> K Award. She was. This is aka the Kale McCarr Award for me. <laughs> he's my he's my classic. I'm still, I'm, are we sure Kale's Canadian? 
I, I think I think Kale McCarr is from Calgary is a thing that's been hammered into everybody's brain enough over the last mm. over the last year. Has he ever so, said yeehaw? Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we know? Or is he saying mm-hmm. Yahoo? Yeah, like, I don't know. Just like everyone, just like everyone from Calgary, is is the stampede going on right now? It's like when they pretend that they're. Oh yeah, yeah, cowboys. that's the thing. Right, now. I saw Julian posting about it. It's happening pretty right fun. now. It's not. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> 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 wow. <laughs> the player you thought was American was not the Julie K Award. Mm-hmm. Our nominees are Adam Fantilli. <laughs> Does he count? He's not even in the league. <laughs> I just wanted to say it because I thought he was American until I saw him playing in World Juniors. I'm pretty sure he is American. He can win it next year if he decides to may- not be American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll be this up for the forward, dual citizen award. Category. Who knows? Kent Johnson, forward for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Owen Power. Mm-hmm. Defenseman for the Buffalo Sabers, which I think we still. Basically, I, if you played at Michigan, I think at I'd any probably. Point, I need to see. I, think, I, I need assume to see, you're I need American. to see the birth certificate on Owen Power. In <laughs> a controversial nomination, whenever mm. I went over this with my co-hosts here, Lucas Raymond of the Detroit Red Wings. Ah, you thought he was American. Two things. Does sound two things about Lucas Raymond. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Thought he was at least North American for a while, and mm-hmm. um. It takes every ounce. We've talked about this on the on the show before. It takes every ounce of like of brain power to not call him Mason Raymond. I want to call him Mason Raymond. Ev- I w- I've typed it before. It's just mm-hmm. one of those things when guys have the same names. And if it was a guy that was pl- that was playing ten years ago, I just default. I default in, into calling him that. It's similar to the Chris Tanev, Brandon Tanev thing, where I've where it's turned into a real problem. Um. But that being said, the winner of the Julie K Award is Owen Power. Give it up for Owen Power. That's good. That's good. Of all of these players, he's like the the actual nominees. He's the only one I actually knew is Canadian, like Ken Johnson. I had no idea because it's the NCAA trick. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Kent Johnson... I think Kent is a bit of a tell. Kent to me Kent is a very is a, is a very Canadian name. See, like that's not the vibe I get from the name. I don't get Canadian like Kent, Braden. Brent. I'm like, oh and Brent, yes, but Kent I'm getting like country club vibes, like snooty American vibes. Yeah. Sorry, no, Kent. That's that's sorry fair. all Kent's out that's there. Fair. I apologize. I don't I would love to see Is Kent a country club name? I don't know if it is. He, it's just like it's like a fifty six year old man name for sure. I'd like to see the popularity of Kent like year over year here. Like we, we, there can't be too many nineteen-year-old <laughs> Kent running this. around. I need a chart of the Kent name popularity. Oh, those are those are like my those are my favorite things because you can see when people are, are when people are like, okay, this is it. There's uh, my my grandpa's name was you know whatever Lou. So we're not we're not we're not going to name our kids that anymore. We're still waiting for Craig to peak at any point in the chart, and never has. Just low. See, that's an American low, uh, name. Bars on that Craig, one. very American. Craig. Yeah, is it? I feel like it is. I've decided it is. I feel like. So here's Owen Powers' career path: the Mississauga-born native, Mississauga native. Okay. Shout out to Mississauga. Shout out to producer Jeff. Yeah, producer Jeff. Owen Power went. This is why you may think he's American. Played for the Chicago Steel for two years in the United States Hockey League. Mm-hmm. Then he played at the University of Michigan mm-hmm. for two years, and then, of course, was taken 
first overall by the Buffalo Sabres. He's been in the States for, he may be a dual citizen at this point. How, I think the last you know, name, will the last name probably has something to do with it too. Power. Mm-hmm. Power. It's not Owen Politeness, Sounds- I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Owen, sorry. Um, also, if you're a fan of um, Middlebury College, Owen Powers is an American from Connecticut who played hockey. Middlebury, that's just like one of those, <laughs> <laughs> those like d- like northeast schools that you know a kid you didn't like in Could high school went to, kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like wet, like Wesleyan or whatever. It's like rich, rich assholes yeah. go there when they can't get into Ivy League schools. That's okay. literally where okay. my brain went, so I'm glad you said it. Well, all right. What's next? Coming up next, I've got this one. This is the Phil Housley Award for Best Minnesotan. Now, I don't know. I don't remember the origin of this award and why we're highlighting Minnesota. Probably a nod to the Russo Army. Every once in a while, we just be. pander. We just pander every to once, the Russo Army. Every once in a while, we pander. Oh, I think, on this show. I think it's a little more than every once in a while, my boy. Just keep, you got to keep the keep the army happy. That's that's all. That's I'm like trying we to have do to make our own here. Like hockey central because we don't have the center of the universe Toronto in the U.S. We need to make up our own. So we're trying mm-hmm. to manifest Minnesota to be something. It is. I mean, it is. It's, it really Minnesota versus it's Toronto the, the is Toronto the role the... like we've been waiting for. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um, the nominees for the Phil Housley Award for Best Minnesotan and. It is Minnesotans, right? Did we settle? I feel like we had that debate last year. We were talking like Michiganders. And Minnesotas. <laughs> Minnesotabergs. I think that's it. The nominees are Brock Nelson, Casey Middlestad, Ryan Lindgren. Oh, wait. Brady Ryan Lindgren's from where? Minnesota, you say? Where's his brother? He's from, from? St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's why like, I really was confused. Brady Shea, the fun thing is... My kids uh, got into Saturday Night Live this year, so I showed them the, the Brady Shea, the let's do the hockey yeah. bit. And so they thought that was really funny. If you haven't seen it a million times, like all of us have. So they, they thought that was really funny. And then I was somewhere and I like crossed paths with Brady Shea and I was excited to t- tell Cormac. I'm like, hey, look, it's him. there's Brady Shea, the guy that this is an actual person did you, that's d- on the Did Sarah you explain to him why the sketch was funny and <laughs> how it isn't the reason that hockey fans actually think that it's funny? Say, hey, hey, Cormac, I got to tell you something about this. I've got to. The joke here, the joke here is that this sport is inaccessible for black people, and and they and and there's and there's no and there's no fan base, or and there's a ton of people who don't know shit about it. I think he picked up on that. He's a smart kid. Also, <laughs> they, um, he liked the esports one better. There's an esports. You know that he was someone I watched playing college, and like then you know I had like really shitty feeds, so I never had the sound on because like it was terrible. So I knew who he was because he was a Ranger prospect. And I couldn't say his name for the life of me. I thought it was like Skajay or something. And then when I found out it was Shay, I felt like the biggest idiot because I'm like, it literally is said the same way as my name. And I just couldn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually, yeah, that's actually how you spell that's how your I name. Spell you, that's why all my fantasy hockey names, it's like Shay my name. <laughs> you simple, you simplified yeah. it. but how it, uh, I Americanized on the, on it because I'm an asshole. <laughs> on, the birth, on the birth certificate, it's S-K-J-E-I-N-A. And it, <laughs> wow. Also, Shayna broke the Brady Shade of Carolina did, trade. Yeah, I forgot about that. that was so a good one. It's all coming mm-hmm. together. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about it. Oh yeah, that mean come on. It was like a minute ago. Listen, I'm not like cool and sleek like everyone out there. All the hockey men. I'm the person that tweets something. It's like high anxiety. 
It doesn't matter. It could be like something I'm like, I know this for a fact. And I'm still sitting there like. You know what the, you know what the solution to that do is? It. I don't know. do it. Yep. <laughs> That's the, sh- the shunted silly solution. <laughs> hey, I know a bunch of stuff, but I'm it's not It's better that you. way, yeah, though. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just keep it to myself. <laughs> yep. If you want to know, ask me. But I'm not offering it up. On threads. You'll offer it up on threads. That is Sean's like a, a, a guiding principle of not just my professional life, but my, mm-hmm. my life overall. Like, yeah, if they if they wanted me to know, they'd have told me that. I like I <laughs> like waiting now. Like, yeah, I like the patience yeah. and waiting for like something to be out there, mm-hmm. let everyone digest it, and then just like re-spit it out in like a gossip girl tone. That's like the new vibe. Like I don't mm-hmm. wanna no I'm, I don't wanna break something in riddles. I just like having the riddles after the mm-hmm. fact and people like ask me questions and try to understand what I'm saying. Like they didn't understand Queen B was Brendan Shanahan. Like, come on. <laughs> it's, it's plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. You're, you're baked. You're baking it in there too. I see. I, I see what you're doing. there. Just trying to have a good time. All right. And the winner is, and the winner is the Phil Housley award. Mm-hmm. A lot of Brady Shea talk. The winner is Ryan Lindgren. <laughs> Ryan Lindgren, who replaced Brady Shea in the Rangers lineup on the left side. Who knew? I mean, was it a straight replacement? Not quite, but still. The the trophy is coming home to To St. Charles (laughs) County or whatever. Um, Um, I just want to congratulate Ryan mm -hmm. and the whole Lindgren family. This has been a a great episode for the Lindgrens. It has been. uh, A lot lot of hardware. I gotta say, I wasn't ex- I wasn't expecting to have this much Lindgren talk on the on the American mm. Hockey Awards. I was expecting well, some. The people of you know, the the rating spike when we talked. <laughs> Lindgren, we got producer Jeff said, "Hey, working." He more really talk. bleeds for this, so you know you have to give him his due. He can't go through a game it's without like getting a cut, bruise. Very or funny. I know. I I, I I I picked up on it. <laughs> Next award from Seth M. The Boston Accent Award, the best Boston accent oh. to appear. On the podcast this season, this is a re- and th- you know what this is a really ha- this is a really hard fought award. We have three outstanding contenders here. We have Greg Cronin, coach of the Anaheim Ducks, to the mm-hmm. b- to the point where Max uh, mentioned he brought up his accent in the interview. I don't know how much Greg appreciated Max did. Yes, that's that doesn't sound I, like Max. It, I agree. Was it really that thick? I heard it was a great interview. I just didn't listen it to good. it. I did hear it was good. You didn't great. even it listen was, to yeah. it? Jeez. Guys, I not you, you have no idea how checked out this guy is. It's crazy. Next <laughs> nominee, NHLPA head Marty Walsh, we talked to a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. Pretty thick. Pretty thick. David Quinn, head coach of the San Jose Sharks, who I think, I don't know if we had him on twice in, in this uh, calendar year. Or in, in this in this in this fiscal year, twenty two and twenty three. <laughs> it is. Oh, the f- it was in the twice in the fiscal, fiscal year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know. Not in the calendar. <laughs> and Brian Boyle, who's oh, pretty pretty understated, but comes out when it comes out, it comes out hard. That being said, the winner of the best Boston accent to appear on the podcast is I'm so nervous. Greg Cronin. Oh wow! Congratulations. No, an Max upset, was, that is an upset win too. I, th- I thought Marty Walsh was going to be it. Who was the favorite? I think, uh, it would had to be. It had to be Marty. David Quinn's accent's not near. Right. It's like him and Mike Sullivan have that like Massachusetts. Yes, they talk the same. Yeah, vibe. But I don't get like hard Boston enough from either. Yeah, Quinn and Sullivan are friends and have been yeah. friends for a long time. 
and they kind of look alike and they kind of sound alike. They're like they're like two. They could be they could pass as brothers if if you if you really had to. But yeah, it. They could not think, pass as brothers. I'm sorry. I think they could. Cousins. Oh, absolutely. I think they could. Cousins? I'll say cousins. Okay, first cousins. Aren't they? Ro- are they? Um, I mean, Quinn's a Rhode Island guy. Maybe that's the difference. Like Rhode Island has. There's its just own like thing. a gruffness to Sullivan. Accents. I feel like that Quinn does not have it all. Yeah, Quinn's the ni- Quinn's the nice one, and Sullivan's, <laughs> the, nice Sullivan's one. the mean one. Like that's that's the dynamic. Anyways, the the winner here is is Greg Cronin. Uh, if you guys haven't listened to that interview, I would say to go back and go back and uh, give it a listen because. I will. It wasn't just about the ducks. Like he was just, he was just interesting on player development in general. And I, so I want to hear the accent from, from now. I want. Right I actually I want. Maybe I'll listen because I'd like to hear this accent for like. Four, like I'll give it a quick play. It was strong enough for Max, like I said, to be like, "Wow!" <laughs> and he, he brought it up. He kind of used the joke that I was going to use on Marty Walsh on Greg Cronin. Let's give it a listen. This is where producer, producer Jeff drops it He's in. He's definitely not going to do that. <laughs> I know the world tour continues. You're heading heading over to Boston to talk to some of those guys next, right? That's that's where that's where you're headed after yeah. after all this. Yeah, yeah. You're not from Boston, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a native. No, never. I, ha- I had a good guess. I had a good guess. Wow, that was wow. That was really <laughs> thick. I'm surprised Max said that. Really surprised. Max was supposed to be on this podcast, and this is what he was going to accept this award. I think on, on, on Greg's, Greg's behalf. On Greg's behalf. Um, so off the step, Max had to go to the uh, Eisenman press conference mm-hmm. following the big, big trade that's going to vault the Red Wings uh, to the Stanley Cup final this year, as we've established. Um, <laughs> into the Greg into the a- ninety point stratosphere. Way to go, Detroit! They're going to be Florida Panthers two point oh. Just make it, baby. See what can happen. Let it rip. Craig would like to thank Max for highlighting his accent and uh, for Sean for asking such great questions in an interview that mm-hmm. I heard was amazing. Right. And we'd like to thank Seth M for suggesting that one. Good one, Seth. Is that the last one before break, Sean? Nope, there's one more. <laughs> it's you. From Emily. There's from, one more. There's from, me. From Emily L. Oh, I like this one. This was the, uh, this was Emily L nominated this one. And this is the Johnson Award that goes to the past their prime American player in honor of Jack Johnson and Eric Johnson, two longtime American defensemen who keep on playing, probably a little bit past their prime. I don't want to say that. Maybe, maybe they're not. We don't know. But Are we sure? We don't know? That they're past their prime? They're past their prime. I just feel bad. They're gonna hit that thirty-eight-year-old ramp when guys just guys really dial it up. I don't feel I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad for Jack Johnson. The man has Stanley Cup rings. We have dunked on him forever. He has gotten so much money for being Sidney Crosby's friend, and he has Stanley Cup rings. I feel no pity. No, nobody nobody should, and people need to move past like him being the hobby horse like joke like go-to joke name. It's hacky. It's like it's like it's like when people. It's like it's like saying Nickelback is like a bad band. At some point, you need to just you need to just move on and, and come up come up with a new bit. Those guys have had admirable careers. They've had Nickelback, lo- they've had Jack had Johnson, two of, of the money. same. Love it. Same same thing. Except Nickelback's Canadian, right? <laughs> we got <gotta laughs> to talk about Creed then. It's Creed and Jack out. Johnson. They're one and <laughs> the same. I think they're both American. I'm just sensitive because these are if if we're talking about. Um, Jake Ottinger or whatever, making you feel old. I feel old because Eric Johnson and Jack Johnson. These are all the, the guys that I've been covering forever. And those guys are those guys. Um, are, those guys are my age. Does, so if does, they're past feel their good. prime, then how? What does that make me? The nominees 
Eric Johnson, two-time nominee. Jack Johnson, this is his first time nominated for the Jack B. Johnson Award. And Ryan Suter. Ryan Suter coming on strong. He really made a pretty good case wow. for himself during the playoffs, baby. Yeah. I. Could you imagine getting bought out twice? Because that's what it felt like people were trying to manifest for Ryan Suter this year. <laughs> I'd, I'd love that would it. Be, I mean, listen. If you can make your money Stat that way, buyouts? could you uh-huh. imagine being the next general manager to sign him? You can't give him term, or you do, and then you give him a third buyout. Like I need that NHL career. Nine hundred thousand dollars. He can. He's getting passive income from his from two other NHL teams. We love it. And the winner of the Johnsons Award, as nominated by Emily L. Ryan Suter. <laughs> wow, that came, I didn't see that coming. Holy cow, congratulations to Ryan. This is his first time winning the Johnson's Award. Uh, first time really being in the conversations for Pastor Prime, really. Uh, mm. I mean, uh, maybe not the first. It's been, you know, following the, the buyout. Uh, a fine career for Ryan Suter, but certainly on the twilight. And that is our last, that's our last award before the break. Yeah, before the big ones. The best picture coming up next. Mm-hmm. We got the, the two biggest awards that we hand out every single year on this podcast. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This is, as always, the only good segment on the show. It's the two big awards here on the American Hockey Awards 2023. Folks, we're starting out with the big one. Best American player on an American team. Wow. Wow. Our three nominees. I thought there were four. I have four on my sheet. Four? Okay, I'll read I'll read three, and then you can go with whatever the fourth one is. Because okay. I mm-hmm. didn't write it down. Florida Panthers superstar Matthew Kachuk. Okay. Yeah, I think very he much was on People Magazine. He he's a superstar, the, the face of the NHL. If you uh, ask people, he's a breakout. One hundred percent. Why'd you ask? Yeah, it? that's rude. Why do you so hate Matthew Kachuk? I think it's. I think it's hard. I think it's hard for any hockey player to be a superstar. I, I don't think. I think there's probably two in the league right now. Matthew Kachuk is going to prove you wrong. Matthew Kachuk and Austin Matthews, maybe. Uh, best American player on, on an American team. Matthew Kachuk. Her second nominee. Future guest. I don't I, who I'm sure we'll be able to get him at some point. Jason Robertson of the Dallas Stars. Third nominee. Former guest, actual former guest, Jack Hughes. And Craig has another one that you want to tack on here. I feel like I know the fourth. Adam oh, Fox. Never mind. Adam, Adam Fox, Fox is the fourth That's not nominee. What I thought. I think because he already uh, won an award, Sean might have thought he was ineligible, but that's not I part thought of the Joe Pavelski was in You this can one. win multiple awards. You can no. also lose multiple awards, <laughs> as David Quinn. He did today. Ooh. Jeez. Ooh. In the fifth nominee, Joe Pavelski. There, I can do whatever Pavelski's I want. Pavelski's not nominated. We've had enough. And had he's enough definitely nominated. Yeah, that's, I, I just nominated him. He just no- he nominated him and he won. Just like that. The best American player on an American team for the 2022-23 season is 
And the sixth nominee, Dylan Larkin. Son. Seventh nominee, Alex DeMichael. <laughs> <laughs> Eighth nominee. I <laughs> uh, will go. Wow, we're Fine. Yeah, yeah. Fine. I, I was just gonna like you got the last two. You stole them right from me. You knew I was gonna say those. Congratulations to Matthew Kachuk. Non-superstar. Oh, wow. Dim non-star. Just a little cloud <laughs> in the sky. Matthew Kachuk. He's a former. He's a former guest too. We've had. We've had. A lot of these, at least two of the three actual nominees on. Therefore, they're mm-hmm. the only ones that should Anna be Fox. in the award. Yeah. A Jacob Truba. Jacob Truba? Yeah. Jacob Truba. Jacob Truba. Could have been. He was a f- former. Uh, Matthew Kachuk, what a season he had. Breakout breakout in terms of um, league, like recognition everywhere in the world. It seemed like there, there was this moment in time uh, where he was everywhere. He was on the New York Times front where we wrote about him daily. People Magazine. I think he was on Rolling Stone covers with Eddie that Vedder. That sounds like a superstar mm-hmm. to me, famous Sean. Cover. <laughs> I don't know why um, I hesitated there, honestly. Whatever. I like, think about when he got traded, too. Like, none of us were, we were all doing other things, and we all, like, literally jumped back, like, Let's write about him because he's a oh, superstar. God. Yeah, I we would, were pumped. Absolutely, that was yeah. a that was a Saturday. That was a Saturday night. I wasn't wrote that it? I feel like on the I way was, home from a, a like Met I, game in the car. <laughs> I was like screaming in the car, like I'm supposed to a weekend off. And definitely, like, pu- definitely like put down a drink to go to to go write that one. This is everything we expected from Matthew Kachuk, right? Like this is this is the fulfillment yeah. of. I would of say the and more, and, and more because I like I, yeah. I think we all knew yeah. he was elite, but it's he like MVP caliber. Now he is. Did it away? Did it away from Johnny Gaudreau? I think that was a big, big question answered. Um, man, he made South. He made hockey feel pretty relevant in South Florida, which is no no simple task. Got sh- and he got and he got great. shout outs. You know, in a in a mainstream, you know, larger impacted culture in a way that we rarely see from hockey. He players. showed so you can a, have this a, is a personality. No brainer for me. That's what I was going to say. Like wild. It's okay to be interesting too. He's, too, he's cool. Like Everybody. he's not like we're pretending this like yeah. super vanilla player has like a thought in their brain that isn't like hockey twenty four seven. Like he's a vibe. He has like the whole package. No, he's actually he's got he's got some he's got he's funny. He's got some charisma. Like the dude the dude has it. We'll see if anybody takes the right lesson from that. No, nope. <laughs> not in this league. I, ha- I, I, no. I, I have a f- either you're born with it that's or you're not. hundred percent, man. That's he's it. got he's and he got was that. born with it. He's got that tool in his in his toolbox and and to other, be cool. And it wasn't repressed out of him like all the Canadian players that were just told to like don't get noticed <laughs> by anything you say. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it was okay in the Kachuk household to to stand out and be interesting. Clearly, but don't do not absolutely do not drink too many Budweisers at your brother's hockey game. Don't put them in your pockets. Don't <laughs> walk upstairs with five one. drinks and be the center of attention. That is where we draw the line. I'm furious about that one still. Justice for Brady. I'm never. I'm never going to yep. get over people. People being. What are you mad about? Yeah, he's having a great time. He's the reason the Flames this. lost. Nobody was seriously mad about no. this. You guys. This is, Nobody no. really was seriously mad. Brady this was a lot of people stopping. saying, "Hey, he Brady should be allowed. Brady should be allowed to do this." Nobody was really. No, we mad were about all that. furious because the Flames literally lost we had a battle of alberta alberta that should have been like a total banger and it was five games because the flames fell apart all because brady's fire that was, was put out it was extinguished <laughs> i'm very passionate about this one it is true i'm gonna keep relitigating old arguments from from last from last year let's bring up bring up some other shit too the last award the final award was presented by Craig <sighs> customs 
This this is the Tuesday Boys, three Z's mm-hmm. leadership award for the most respected podcast guest of the season, aka whoever we actually paid attention to, aka whoever we interrupted the least. This is a award created by Yardena, and uh, it's my favorite award because Sean and I like to talk over guests often and each other um and each other and we want to show how funny we are in the middle of answers oftentimes <laughs> poor, but poor taste, some would say you can us, say it's us. like bad bad uh bad broadcasting hygiene for I- I- an interview uh show it's perfect but for the american version of the show it's it the american really way the Canadian show Mendes could never would never speak over never no See how I, I just talked right over Sheena? It's okay. I did it point. to you, too, because that's what we do. We're supposed mm-hmm. to. It's like in our blood. <laughs> but every once in a while, a guest comes along, and Sean and I sit back, and A, we're respectful. I think you know where this is going, because if you listen to it. But we have a few candidates. B, um, we, we ask, we prepare and ask good questions. And C, it's always, always, away always questionable, too, by the way. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. A preparation? Spotty. An honorary candidate for this, he didn't make it as a nominee, but we talked about him was Bobby Holik. Because mm-hmm. in retrospect, we did talk over him a lot because we had so much fun with Bobby. We all wanted to talk at once. But this is an opportunity. We, during that interview this year, um, we talked about a book that he participated in um, about the Cold War and hockey. And that book is out, so I just wanted to shout out um, the author's Ethan Schneider, if I remember correctly. I, I don't. Sorry if I screwed that up. The book is "Freedom to Win: A Cold War Story of the Courageous Hockey Team That Fought the Soviets for the Soul of Its People in Olympic Gold." So that's my plug for that book. So we talked about it. Came out on July fourth. Bobby's dad was on the team. That was right. That was it was a really cool yep. conversation. The nominees for the Tuesday Boys Leadership Award for the most respected podcast guest of the season, a.k.a. whoever you actually paid attention to, a.k.a. who you interrupted the least, NHL Executive Director Marty Walsh. (laughs) Chris Terrian. And Brianna Decker, who I just talked to a couple days ago. And the winner is, this is the most distinguished award you can win on this podcast. Marty Walsh. Wow. Marty Walsh. He's an accomplished fellow, Marty Walsh is. Perhaps his greatest accomplishment is limiting our our, uh, our bullshit to the questions that we asked and the follow-up questions that his answers elicited. It's wild. Seems like he's kind of... Disorienting listen. He's like built for that, you know? And I feel like if you tried to talk over him, he seems like someone who's like prepared to just tune you out and just keep going so it's yeah, like it's, he's a pre, he's a professional yeah. professional yeah. arguer and he's mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good career but no professional I'm, arguer mm-hmm. i like it i mean that what lawyers are or whatever yeah but you know that's like boring he's done cool things with it shout out to chris Terrian too that was i think that's mm-hmm. that was a good that was a good talk i think it, what what stopped what stopped uh chris from taking home the award is that there was a lot of, it was conversational like there was a lot of reciprocation and the two the two of us were going back and forth but the the subject matter was 
important and a lot of fun. And I, I love that talk, but I think, you know, it was it was more of a two way street. Like I, I think I think with Marty, we got the hell out of the way for the most part. Yeah, it was great. So congratulations to Marty and the NHLPA for the for the honors. And this is a little bonus. This is a little bonus addition to the award show that we're going to tack on at the end here uh, in, in the spirit of our final segment, because we like to give the listeners who comment uh, an opportunity to have a voice. And this comes from a request from Greg I and Michael K, who, in honor of this being the final Tuesday Boys show, requested that producer Jeff get some airtime. Here's Greg. Greg writes... Can we actually hear from producer Jeff if he actually exists, which well, we don't know. Does he? Have you met producer Jeff? Actually, we just saw him in Nashville. You um, did. Greg wants to know what you cut from our podcast, Jeff. And Michael K. just wants uh, a little bit of insight on the Tuesday boys, a behind the scenes look at the making of the show and the bullshit he has to deal with on a weekly basis, mostly by lining up replacements for me. It's true. Yeah, that is uh, that maximizes most of the job. That and um, trying to uh, bring one of you down while the other uh, talks over uh, uh, the other. That's uh, that's a huge part of it. And um, just making sure that Canada is represented uh, well, fairly, you know, like um, the exchange rate uh, Canada to U.S. is properly <laughs> communicated. That's that's basically what I, I do here. What's your favorite Canadian holiday that we make fun of? Is it the Queen's birthday? Uh, oh well, that's got to be a uh, that's got to be up there. But honestly, I think um, my favorite one is uh, it's it's got to be a tie between um, Canadian Thanksgiving and real Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah, we do that. <laughs> Boxing Day, Day is a brilliant, yeah. brilliant holiday here in Canada and the UK the day after Christmas. Uh, we do it right it's up brilliant. here for Christmas, like how you guys do down south for your Thanksgiving. You do it right. You do it right on Canadian Christmas, which takes place on December 11th. That's why we all, we all know that. <laughs> is Boxing Day when you fight each other? Is it when you fight people at stores to return <laughs> stuff, like after Christmas? Yes, that's that's when we fight. You don't um, fight for people. the gifts; mm-hmm. you fight for the returns. You're opposite of us. Yeah, we just give them back, and we don't even need our money back. We're Canadian; it's fine to keep it. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, it produce, you, only, you only get seventy percent of your money. <laughs> <laughs> it's an exchange rate joke, folks. <laughs> Producer Jeff, how many slacks did we ignore? Where you like correct us about a province, or you you, you know we we just plow right through it and every once in a while then i'll look after the show and there'll be like 10 slacks from jeff where it's like that's actually uh prince edward island and we're like, <laughs> yeah um how many know. slacks do you ignore i would say mm, all of them uh mm-hmm. including mm-hmm. one that i sent earlier when we talked about matt kachuk getting uh dealt to florida from calgary and shawnee said that it was a saturday night it was actually a friday night sean okay in late july it, it, drink, it was a drinking, drinking night. night. We were all very prepared to write that. <laughs> so you can see that uh, communication in the Slack uh, a couple hours from now and and ignore it. Oh, okay. We will we'll do. Is there any uh, to the to the spirit of the question? Do you remember anything cutting out uh, that you had to you had to just put on the uh, cutting room floor? 
Um, my, my, my favorite that I, we assumed you cut out, there was a conversation a few episodes ago that just went on for another 15 minutes that someone called the best 15 minutes in podcast history that I assumed was not part of the podcast. Oh, man, when uh, was that? what the yeah. topic was. Well, and we was, just kept it rolling. Yeah, and which guest was, was really it? And we just kept going and going. It might have been Barry Trotz. But Jeff, you don't cut, do, you don't do too much cutting, do you? No, I don't. Is, Honestly, no. Okay. No, just when Sean says something incredibly inappropriate. <laughs> possibly, po- po- possibly uh, that, that, that could lead to uh, legal issues for, for me or, yes, or, yes. or the company. Yes, That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want to protect our boy. And uh, why can't, why can't. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's probably uh, about it. And then honestly, guys, that doesn't happen um, that often, you know, once or twice a show. <laughs> well, Jeff, uh, <laughs> once or twice a show, a segment. We just want to thank you for your hard work, um, this being the last episode and all. 95, uh, 95%. Done Sean and I. Don't start with you me. You are the heart of this show. You you put in the hours necessary so then Sean and I can just have a good time. I work too. Laugh really well, let's, let's just say Do that. You? I put oh in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> just give Jeff five <laughs> seconds of like uh, credit. Wait a ah, second. Sean. I can honestly say. I can honestly say, like, I got to work for the alternative rock station in Toronto, you know, mm-hmm. got to meet Dave Grohl and Trent Reznor and Noel Gallagher um, and play, like, the best music uh, on air and in clubs. And I got to work uh, the dr- the dream job for any kid up here uh, that wants to get into broadcasting at Hockey Night in Canada. But this one at The Athletic, with you two guys specifically on on Tuesdays, is my favorite show to do. Uh, no offense to the Wednesday guys and Russo and the Leaf Report, but None take it, it doesn't feel like work with you fellas. Never, never has. I'm, I oh, agree. Yeah. I was hoping you were just going to go. I had a job where I worked with Dave Grohl and Trent Reznor, and that was great. That was a lot better than this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was so that much was more awesome. fun. <laughs> just remember what I said for my next review, okay? That's true. Boss man. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, Jeff. Um, it was great. Sean, <laughs> great working with you, bud. Yeah. I'll talk to you later. It's fine. No, we'll never talk again. As you know, the only time I talk is to you is if we're recording and we're producing content. <sighs> I want to thank Shana Goldman for joining the podcast today. Shana, great work as always. Thanks. Total honor. Can't wait. To, I'll call you in a couple of weeks yeah, to just you? chat. As promised. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to ask you like, how the weather is and stuff. You can, still com- you can still complain to me about things, Shana. I'll make a list. Okay. Great stuff. I believe it. Also, don't forget to subscribe to The Athletic Hockey Show on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash at sign The Athletic <laughs> Hockey Show. Can you fix that? Um, there's got to be an easier way. I know. I should fix that. It adds character. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, Literally, it adds a character. Uh, lots of characters. Um, you can follow us on Threads. <laughs> I don't know about that. Can you? Are you on there, Sean? You can follow. You can. Yeah, yeah, you can uh, DM. Maybe they'll pop up in your feed at some point or another. Well, sucks. So be sure to do that. <laughs> and a special thank you to everybody who gave um, Canada who gave uh, awards here. All of our all of our listeners who came up with all the great awards. And all of our listeners who made segment three the best segment. The only good segment. The, on, the only good segment. Someone said. It was so good. So thank you for listening. Thank you, everybody. Sean will never talk again. 
course. <laughs> <laughs> T- talk to you never, dummy. Happy New Year. <laughs>